Welcome to Quantum Magazine Science Podcast. Come for the science, stay for the stories. For news, interviews, videos, graphics, and more, visit quantummagazine.org. This week, physicists are facing their nightmare scenario after a disappointing run at CERN's Large Hadron Collider. Physicists at the Large Hadron Collider, or LHC in Europe, have explored properties of nature at the highest energies, and they've found nothing new. No one thought this would happen when the project first started 30 years ago. The now infamous diphoton bump that appeared in data plots in December has disappeared. That indicates it was a brief statistical fluctuation rather than a new fundamental particle. And in fact, the LHC's collisions have not found any particles at all beyond the standard model of particle physics. In the collision debris, physicists have found no particles that could make up dark matter. There were no siblings or cousins of the Higgs boson. They discovered no sign of extra dimensions, no leptoquarks. Above all, there were none of the desperately sought supersymmetry particles. These would round out equations and satisfy naturalness, a deep principle about how the laws of nature should work. Here's Nima Arkani Hamed, a professor of physics at the Institute for Advanced Study, speaking with reporter Natalie Wolchover. Even then, it's, it's sort of very striking that, that we've thought about things for uh, 30 years, and we have not made one correct prediction mm. that they have uh, actually... The ATLAS and CMS experiments announced their findings in August at the International Conference on High Energy Physics in Chicago. Their cathedral-like detectors sit across from each other on the LHC's 17-mile ring. Both teams have over 3,000 members. They've been working frantically for the past three months analyzing all the data. The LHC is finally running at full power after an upgrade nearly doubled its operating energy. It can now collide protons with 13 trillion electron volts of energy. That provides enough raw material to create huge elementary particles, if any exist. So far, none have appeared. Physicists are especially upset about the loss of the diphoton bump. These excess of pairs of photons cropped up in last year's teaser batch of 13 TeV data. Theorists have written some 500 papers speculating about their origin. Rumors about the bump's disappearance in this year's data began leaking in June, triggering a so-called community-wide diphoton hangover. Raman Sundram, a theoretical physicist at the University of Maryland, said the diphoton bump would have single-handedly pointed to a very exciting future for particle experiments. Its absence, he added, puts us back to where we were. The lack of new physics deepens a crisis that started in 2012 during the LHC's first run. At that point, it became clear that the machine's eight TeV collisions would not generate any new physics beyond the standard model. A white knight particle could still show up later this year or next year, or as statistics build up over time, subtle surprises in the behavior of the known particles could indirectly hint at new physics. But theorists are bracing themselves for their nightmare scenario. In the nightmare scenario, the LHC offers no path at all toward a more complete theory of nature.
some theorists argue that the time has come for the whole field to start dealing with the message of the negative results. The absence of new particles almost certainly means that the laws of physics are not natural in the way physicists long assumed they are. Sundrum said naturalness is so well motivated that its actual absence is a major discovery. There was a main reason physicists felt sure that the standard model could not be the whole story. The Higgs boson, the key piece, has a highly unnatural-seeming mass. In the equations of the standard model, the Higgs is coupled to many other particles. This coupling gives those particles mass, allowing them in turn to pull the value of the Higgs mass back and forth like competitors in a tug-of-war. Some of the competitors are extremely strong, yet somehow the Higgs mass ends up as if the competitors in the tug-of-war finish in a near-perfect tie. This seems absurd, unless there is some reasonable explanation for why the competing teams are so evenly matched. Supersymmetry, as theorists realized in the early 1980s, does the trick. In supersymmetry, for every fermion, there is a supersymmetric boson. Fermions are particles of matter like electrons and quarks that add to the Higgs mass. Bosons are force-carrying particles that subtract from the Higgs mass. This way, every participant in the tug-of-war game has a rival of equal strength, and the Higgs is naturally stabilized. Theorists came up with other proposals for how naturalness might be achieved, but supersymmetry had additional arguments in its favor. It caused the strengths of the three quantum forces to exactly converge at high energies. This suggests they were unified at the beginning of the universe, and it supplied an inert, stable particle of just the right mass to be dark matter. This was a discussion that was happening because we had a script before we discovered the Higgs. That's Maria Spirapulu, a particle physicist at Caltech and a member of CMS, in an interview with Natalie Walchover. Because we had figured it all out. If, yeah. you, if you ask people of my generation, we were almost, we were almost taught that supersymmetry is there even if we haven't discovered it. We were, we, we were like, we believed it. Hence the surprise when the supersymmetric partners of the known particles didn't show up, first at the Large Electron-Positron Collider in the 1990s, then at the Tevatron in the 1990s and early 2000s, and now at the LHC. As colliders search ever higher energies, the gap widens between the known particles and their hypothetical superpartners. These must be much heavier in order to avoid detection. Ultimately, supersymmetry becomes so broken that the effects of the particles and their superpartners on the Higgs mass no longer cancel out. At that point, supersymmetry fails as a solution to the naturalness problem. Some experts argue that we've passed that point already. Others, allowing for more freedom in how certain factors are arranged, say it is happening right now. Atlas and CMS have excluded the stop quark up to a mass of 1 TeV. That's already a nearly six-fold imbalance between it and the top quark in the Higgs tug-of-war. Even if a stop heavier than 1 TeV exists, it would be pulling too hard on the Higgs to solve the problem it was invented to solve. Albert de Roque, a senior researcher at CERN, says he thinks 1 TeV is a psychological limit. 
Some researchers will say enough is enough, but others cling to loopholes. Among the many supersymmetric extensions of the standard model, there are more complicated versions. In these, stop quarks heavier than 1 TeV work with additional supersymmetric particles to counterbalance the top quark and tune the Higgs mass. The theory has so many variants or individual models that killing it outright is almost impossible. Joe Incandela, a physicist at UC Santa Barbara, announced the discovery of the Higgs boson on behalf of the CMS collaboration in 2012. He now leads one of the stop quark searches. If you see something, he says, you can make a model independent statement that you see something. Seeing nothing, he adds, is a little more complicated. Particles can hide in nooks and crannies. If the stop quark and the lightest neutralino happen to have nearly the same mass, they might have stayed hidden so far. This is because when a stop quark is created in a collision and decays, producing a neutralino, very little energy will be freed up to take the form of motion. Kyle Cranmer of NYU and a member of Atlas says that when the stop decays, there's a dark matter particle just kind of sitting there. You don't see it, he adds, so in those regions, it's very difficult to look for. In that case, a stop quark with a mass as low as 0.6 TeV could still be hiding in the data. Experimentalists will work to close these loopholes in the coming years or dig out the hidden particles. Meanwhile, theorists who are ready to move on face the fact that they have no signposts from nature about which way to go. Arkani Hamed says it's a very uncertain situation. Many particle theorists now acknowledge a long-standing possibility that the mass of the Higgs boson is simply unnatural. Its small value may have resulted from an accidental, fine-tuned cancellation in a cosmic game of tug-of-war. We may just observe such a peculiar property because our lives depend on it. In this scenario, there are many, many universes, each shaped by different chance combinations of effects. Out of all these universes, only the ones with accidentally lightweight Higgs bosons will allow atoms to form and give rise to living beings. But this anthropic argument is widely disliked for being seemingly untestable. In the past two years, some theoretical physicists have started to come up with totally new natural explanations for the Higgs mass. These avoid the fatalism of anthropic reasoning and do not rely on new particles showing up at the LHC. Last week at CERN, experimentalists crunched data searching for such particles while theorists held a workshop. They discussed developing ideas such as the relaxion hypothesis. This proposes that the Higgs mass was sculpted dynamically by the birth of the cosmos instead of being shaped by symmetry. They also talked about how they might test this idea. Nathaniel Craig of UC Santa Barbara works on an idea called neutral naturalness. He said in a phone call from the CERN workshop that now that everyone is past their diphoton hangover, they're going back to these questions that are really aimed at coping with the lack of apparent new physics at the LHC. Arkani Hamed recently proposed another new approach called N-naturalness. There are some theorists who, who feel, certainly I do, that we're in a, we're, we're in a totally unique time uh, where, again, the questions on the table are the really huge ones, structural ones, not the, the details of the next particle, but mm -hmm. totally big structural ones. We're very lucky to get to live in a period like this.
As theorists returned to their blackboards, the 6,000 CMS and Atlas experimentalists are reveling in their exploration of a previously uncharted realm. In any case, you know, nightmare, what does it mean? Nightmare, we are exploring nature, we are doing what we can, and we push as much as we can. Maria Spiropoulou again. Maybe we don't have time to think about nightmares like that because we have, <laughs> we have, we are being flooded in data and we are extremely excited. There's still hope that new physics will show up, but discovering nothing in Spiropoulou's view is also a discovery, especially when it signals the death of cherished ideas. Experimentalists, she says, have no religion. Some theorists, like Arkani Hamed, agree. It's crazy. This is nature, we're learning the answer. These 6,000 people are busting their butt, you know, 10 years to give us these answers. And, you know, you're like pouting like a little kid. That was a recap of Natalie Wolchover's article, What No New Particle Means for Physics. You're listening to Quanta Magazine's podcast. I'm Karen Chikurji. For news, interviews, graphics, and more, visit quantamagazine.org.